Hi, I'm Laron, and you're listening to Billion Dollar Algorithms Podcast, a podcast where I document the process of starting a quantitative hedge fund from scratch. If you want to hear all the episodes, you can follow us on Spotify or head over to BillionDollarAlgorithms.com. Now let's get into today's episode. I started this podcast to document the journey of starting a quantitative hedge fund from scratch with no connections, network, or anything. I want to be as transparent as possible so we can learn together and potentially grow together. Anything I say in this podcast should not be taken as financial advice. This is just some guy's story on a pursuit of happiness or something like that. But thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. In this episode, I'm going to go over a list of funding options available for retail traders. This list have over $2 million in funding from alternative sources. Now, this is not going to hedge funds directly and asking investors for money. These are ways of funding your trading algorithms that you could do today and get started on today. But just because the funding is available, that doesn't mean it's easy to get. So you'd want to stick around for this episode to hear about how I got part of this funding and my plans to get the rest. The next Jim Simons will not use the same tools as Jim Simons did to get started. The next Warren Buffett won't use the same tools as he did to start his own fund as well. And the next Paul Tudor Jones won't use cotton spreads to make a fortune in the 1987 market crash. These people started their funds by taking advantage of the tools or events of their time. So if I want to be a multi-billionaire like them with a multi-billion dollar fund, I can't take the exact same steps as they did to get there. That's why today we will be discussing alternative funding options that we could take advantage of and start our own quantitative hedge fund. This list, or research, has never been compiled before, and the list that I have ranges from options of online services to crypto projects. In this episode, it will be a stream of consciousness, a brainstorming episode, and I invite you on this journey as you may find it helpful for yourself if you're looking for additional funding for your trading activities. The funding options are broken down into four categories. One, copy trading services. Two, prop firms. Three, investments online. And four, cryptocurrency projects. Today, I'll get started on the first two. And in a follow-up episode, I'll detail the last two options. So let's get started. The first on the list are prop firms. And yes, I know I've been scammed by one already. uh, But I have a reason to include them on the list. The prop firms that I was dealing with are what people call in the industry arcade shops, I think. These are pay-to-play shops where you pay to pass a challenge and you're only paid when you make money for the firm. These firms have seen a resurgence since COVID and everything going remote and people looking for other means of making money. So here's a list of these type of prop firms. And I'll give my comment on them from the perspective of an algorithmic trader and as someone who's actually used these services. First, there's no firms that actually cater to algorithmic traders, and many of them don't even allow algorithmic trading. For some reason, (laughs) they don't trust retail traders to develop algorithms. Anyway, unlike any other list before, as I've said, I have accounts or have had accounts with many of these companies, and so I could discuss it from an actual customer perspective. Now, I've used a lot of my money paying for these challenges and evaluations from these firms, essentially getting scammed so you don't have to. So if you want to see a detailed list of these services, you can head over to my website, BillionDollarAlgorithms.com. Now let's get started with the list. First and foremost, the only 
real prop firm that you should be considering is FTMO. No surprise there. Now, at FTMO, you can trade algorithms, but they have a rule that you cannot trade during the news, which means that you're going to have to turn your algorithms on or off when these random news or market events occur. Because of that, you'll be turning your algorithms you know, on and off, you'll be tweaking them, and it makes it very difficult as an algorithm trader because we're not really supposed to interfere with our algorithms. They have a two-step evaluation process. Essentially, you make 10% within the first 30 days uh, without losing five within a day and without losing 10% overall. Uh, pretty much the industry leader in this online prop firm world. Uh, but again, for algorithmic traders, the news rule is definitely something to pay attention to when you're funded. Um, I have been funded by FDMO since November of 2020. And as a PhD candidate, student, grad student, whatever you want to call it, it is very difficult to pay attention to the news um, events and market events that occur. And so that account is uh, seldomly traded, I would say that. But it's traded enough to keep it uh, in existence, and um, it is it, it's something that you know algorithmic traders just don't consider uh, when we're backtesting because we don't have news data, and so we're not aware of you know how to turn off news and things like that, turn off during news, and um, it's yeah it's definitely something that you need to consider when looking at these platforms. Anyway, regardless, FDMO is you know has been consistent with me, consistent with payouts, um, consistent across the board you can look at Trustpilot. you can look at all the other things um that we use in this industry and more importantly i'm not being paid to see this you know i don't subscribe to any of their affiliate programs so i'm not an affiliate like most people are who tell you these you know this type of information i'm telling you this as a you know honest review from a customer okay next firm on the list the five percenters or fivers now this firm is a very interesting firm I've um, attempted many of their challenges. I have passed a, a small number of those <laughs> challenges, uh, and I'll explain why. So the firm has a very high profit target goal, but tight requirements on the margin utilization, along with a very small leverage in Forex relative to other firms. This firm essentially limits you to trading a trend type of strategy on one or two pairs. You can't really trade a portfolio of algorithms like I'm used to doing. And then, for example, if you're only using trend following, you have a win rate of around 30 to 40% on um, trend following systems. So it's very unlikely you're going to pass with a trend following approach. I haven't found a way to use my algorithms on the system, but it is best for the slow grind. And, you know, eventually if you do get funded, you know, they have very good scaling um, options. And they are seen to be very respected and trustworthy industry, although I haven't seen uh, too many people who trade for them long term. Now, again, from an algorithmic trading perspective, because you are restricted with the uh, margin utilization, it is very difficult to find algorithms that can perform their two-step evaluation um, under those constraints. Um, I haven't found it doesn't mean that you can't find one. But again, I had the same portfolio and I ran my portfolio on FTMO and in Void and I passed their challenges pretty well because they were pretty similar. But with Fivers, uh, Five Percenters, I could not pass their um, challenge because I couldn't trade the same portfolio. 
for example, if I had seven algorithms in a portfolio, um, I would have to limit them to two. And, you know, if you essentially just try to choose two algorithms out of a seven algorithm portfolio, you're very, you're, you know, pretty much shooting yourself in the foot. Or it's either that I trade all seven of them, but just with a really, really, really small um, lot size. And at that point, again, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're not going to be able to make the same uh, 10% or requirement to pass that challenge. So I would definitely say, you know, my portfolio at the time was not suited for their evaluation, primarily, as I said before, because of the margin, margin utilization. But um, they allow algorithmic trading if you could actually pass it. They allow algorithmic trading if you could pass it. So if anybody passes it, uh, good luck to you. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying that you can't do it, but I couldn't. So next, proper City Traders Imperium. So City Traders Imperium is similar to Five Percenters in the respect that they are, you know, respected in the industry. Um, they have very they have limitations on the margin requirements and they have news requirements as well. Now, I uh, tried their challenge as well, but unfortunately I tried their challenge the same time I was doing the 5% challenge. And had I not do them at the same time, I would have realized that they have a very similar um, setup. Now, the firm has a relative drawdown system. Now, this is when I was taking the challenge, I'm not sure if they've changed it, but they have a relative drawdown system where they calculate from the top of your equity, which means that you can't get away with without using a trailing stop essentially on your algorithms to ensure that you don't hit that drawdown requirement. So for example, imagine if you're in a trend, right? And as most trends do, you um, have a rally within your trend, assuming we're going long here. You have a long rally in your trend, your algorithm picks that up, and then the trend starts to pull back. Now, the trend pulls back, but you're still in profit, right? But assuming the trend pulls back 5%, now you broke that drawdown requirement. And, you know, it's pretty typical for trends to pull back. <laughs> you know, there's whole algorithms developed around the fact that trends pull back and they reverse. But this firm, right, this firm says, nope, we don't allow that, right? You would have to have a trailing stop at that essentially that 5% requirement and try not to hit it. So again, as I said, I'm talking to you from a perspective of a customer and or a previous customer, right? This is not going to be information that's just, you know, scraped from a Google list. I'm telling you this from a perspective of an algorithmic trader who tried these firms uh, challenges before. All right. So next on the list, I just wanted to include this because it's, you know, a lot of people still would consider this and many of those Google right lists still have this firm on that list. And it's Invoid, no, none other than Invoid. And if you haven't listened to my uh, previous episode of how I got scammed out of $50,000, this is the firm that is responsible for that. So obviously, you wouldn't go down this route. But I would say <laughs> Invoid's challenge is very similar to FDMO. And because of that, I was able to pass that challenge with my portfolio at the time. Now, I was lucky in the sense that for Invoid, I passed their challenge in six days and I had a wind of, you know, of essentially a trend. It was a tailwind of a trend that many of my algorithms were uh, picking up on. And um, at the time, it was enough to make the percentage requirements to pass their, their challenge. So, but don't consider it, right? Just don't do it. Uh, the next one is BlueFX. BlueFX has a monthly subscription plan. All of the firms that I've listed before, 
they had a one payment uh, evaluation. But with GlueFX, you essentially pay monthly to have access to their capital. Now, you know, we're, we're a bit smart. We're, you know, we're smart people over here. And if you actually do the calculation of what you'd be paying them monthly, what you would see is you are essentially paying them to have account, an account with maybe one to 1,000 leverage. And so if you pay them, uh, for example, $200 monthly, you would get access to a one to 1,000 leverage account, meaning you would have access to a $200,000 account. Now, if you are in the U.S. and you don't have uh, access to a one to 1,000 leverage account, I understand how this may be um, uh, enticing to you. However, again, if you do, do the math, you're essentially paying for the um, leverage uh, and access to the leverage, which you could get by doing offshore accounts with other brokers. Now, I'm not going to get into that because that is a, a very messy route <laughs> to go down. But essentially, BlueFX, you're paying, and, and, and even worse, uh, if we actually look into it, you're paying a premium. So essentially, you're paying a bit more than the leverage cost um, for the capital. So for example, if you were going to pay for a $200,000 account, you would be paying uh, $250 a month. And so every month, right, they're, they're, um, they have $50 in profit. So $50 a month uh, for you to access this very large leveraged account, which again, you can get from just going overseas and opening up an account there. Regardless, let's get into this account um, that they offer. So they have rules where you have to trade intraday, which means that you're Positions must be closed at 5 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, I believe, every day. And you essentially only have eight hours to trade, um, and you have to make profits by the end of the day. Additionally, you have to make 10% before you could get any payout. So let's do some quick thinking here. You're only allowed to essentially day trade, and you have to make 10% before you get payout. And when you're not making your 10% profits within a month or however long it takes you to do this, you're paying them monthly $200 or so, $200 or so to have access to an account that you could have gotten once with a one-time payment um, with an overseas broker. So obviously, I would say I don't recommend this one. Um, obviously, I would say I wouldn't uh, recommend this one unless you have a very stellar uh, day trading algorithm that essentially, you know, is is able to make a, a lot of money. And if you do, you know, send a carrier pigeon my way. I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, next prop firm. So the next prop firm is Top Step. Um, I believe it's Top Step FX, and they also have futures. Uh, it's very similar to Blue FX, where you pay monthly to have access to their capital, and you only get paid when you hit a profit target. And if you don't get, you know, if you don't hit the profit target, you don't get paid. And so we identified some very similar, uh, a very similar business model with BlueFX, right? So assume you don't get, if you don't hit the, top, the profit target, they don't ever pay you out. And if you don't get paid out, you keep paying them the $200 a month subscription fee. Essentially, you're just paying them, right? The, the benefit is skewed in their direction. And so obviously I wouldn't want to, uh, recommend this and I would um, as a as a prop firm that you consider 
because of you know the negative skew and, and it's in their direction so this i think this firm sets you up for failure and it definitely seems like a cash grab i also would have given them a chance but because they use such deceptive language uh, for example they would say you have access to two hundred thousand dollars buy-in power when if you look at the fine print you really just have a, a two hundred dollar account that's leveraged again a thousand times but they give you that buying power and not the capital okay it's very important that you have that buying power you don't have that capital which means they again they give you a two hundred dollar account that's leveraged a thousand times on a demo and you pay them two hundred dollars a month to get access to this account essentially your deposit goes to funding a demo account and from that two hundred dollars right you have to make a thousand dollars without losing 200 that is their requirement their requirement is you have to make a thousand dollars profit first before you get paid a percentage of the thousand dollars that you made now again let's recap if you took two hundred dollars and made a thousand dollars from it I would want to keep all my money I, I mean I, just please look into the fine prints of these companies but again I'm not a fan of it I wouldn't recommend it because I've looked at it in for months and I've I even purchased I think a two three month subscription just to see if, if my suspicions were true and my suspicions were true okay that's just the case um, these these companies are very set up in their favor and they don't you know they don't really want to find somebody who's long-term successful they really just want to find somebody who's long-term ignorant enough to continue to pay them so that they have access to a demo account anyway let's move on to the next one the next one is traders for traders and um, at the time they were selling courses as well which is pretty sketchy regardless they have very similar rules and i would say there are rules that make you fail rules that are in their favor um, rules that really don't care about the traders and unfortunately that's all i have to say about them the next one is Traders Central Fund. Now, Traders Central Fund seems to be like the the mafia boss of prop firms because every uh, new prop firm that you know pops on the, the radar and then pops away has been or is funded through Central Traders Fund. If if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, Traders Central Fund have a white labeling service where they allow new prop firms to come to them, approach them and run their prop firm business through their prop firm. And essentially, sometimes I believe they fund them as well, uh, or they may just uh, provide brokerage or back-end services to deal with their um, new and fledgling prop firm. But regardless, they are the kind of the mafia boss, as I said, the funder of the funds, right? Um, and so most of the firms are linked back to them in some way. The next verb is Audacity Capital, and um, this is a very funny name to me because you, they had the audacity, okay? They have the audacity to say what they have said uh, in interviews, to have done what they have done, and to have their firm set up the way that it is. Now, if you see a trend here with my list, as I go down this list, it's less and less favorable funds, and this is near the end, second to the last. So... It's there for a reason. Uh, Audacity Capital is essentially a mix between Five Percenters and Blue FX. Um, they were very expensive, 
very very expensive and they limit your positions and you pay monthly you it's just too much anyway let me go through this in a very systematic way because some of the wounds have not healed yet from the burns of audacity capital so to get access to an audacity capital account you at the time again i don't know if this has changed but a few months ago seven or so months ago you had to pay them monthly so and i think the monthly payments were like around three hundred dollars a month to get access to the capital and the capital was not even equivalent so for example you'd pay them three hundred dollars a month i think and you would get a ten thousand dollar account and their idea was everyone gets the ten thousand dollar account it's real cash um and you have to make money off of this ten thousand dollar account and i think the gimmick at the time was that they didn't have uh, a challenge so the the real draw here is if you don't like all these challenges you could come to them you pay uh, three hundred dollars or so a month and you get access to a real account and i think at the time you were giving a ten thousand dollar account which you have to make a profit on and when you make that profit you essentially could make uh you could withdraw request a withdrawal and they'll give you your money now here's the nitty gritty of the situation when you're actually trading with them though you realize that this is very expensive and it's not in your favor at all so first of all they limit your positions meaning you have to have uh, i think maybe even less than a point one lot on on systems um then you must use a stop loss on every trade and you have very specific requirements for your trading uh, where you can't risk more than i believe one percent on a trade and on top of that you have to be closed on positions over the weekend um, there are news events as well with, with similar firms and so if you look at all these constraints in you know in one picture you realize that it's not in your favor at all and sure you're not passing a challenge sure you have access to a quote-unquote real money account but i only get paid when i reach a profit target if i have all these constraints on me i may never reach this profit target and who benefits if i don't reach my profit target bingo 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 them because i'm gonna pay them another 300 dollars the next month and so now i'm 600 dollars in the hole right and if i don't reach a profit target of i think around five percent or ten percent or something like that i don't get paid so i'm in the hole okay six hundred dollars then the next month goes by nine hundred dollars so now i paid them nine hundred dollars and if i don't reach a profit target in three months which is again very feasible right very normal um i'm just gonna be in the hole again and at this point i should have just took a thousand dollars take it overseas do a one to one thousand um leveraged account and trade forex myself anyway now it gets worse okay it gets worse because when i actually was trading for them um and trying it out their system was terrible uh, their broker was terrible i believe they had some agreement as they said with their own broker with a very good latency and you know good spreads and tight spreads they all say sp tight spreads you know <laughs> i would like to see a broker that says our spreads are the widest spreads in town <laughs> and and the, the, the slowest latency ever i would take that to be more representative anyway regardless when i was trading for them their system was terrible their system crashed uh multiple times and they had an app where they wanted their traders to interface with them through the app and essentially the app crashed as well but let's go back to the system crash so when i was trading with them um their system crashed uh, midday on maybe like a wednesday and 
their system, okay, their broker was down for eight hours. And eight hours on a Wednesday, that's kind of an important time if you're going to be trading actively. And when I went to the app to discuss this or to say, you know, what's going on, um, the app crashed. And the people on the app, you know, couldn't refresh or see messages and all these things were just terrible. And um, with the system crashing, the next day they said, you know, they're not responsible for any of the losses that occurred. So I'm like, okay, well, who is? Okay, I'm, <laughs> I can't be responsible for that. Your system or your broker, you know, crashed. And if if I had a stop loss in place, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because the order couldn't be executed. Anyway, uh, it was a terrible, terrible experience, terrible, terrible um, offering. And it's really, again, skewed in favor of them, the firm. And, you know, it's just things you got to look at a little bit more in detail. So the next firm is my Forex funds. Now, I don't really want to put this firm on the list, um, but I have to because some people may you know, look at it as an option. So my Forex funds, when they first got started, I was around, I would say, because it's a very new firm. And um, they had an offering where they would allow you to trade. And essentially, they were like FTMO, but better. And they really wanted to be in the industry competitor to FTMO. Um, unfortunately, I think their ambitions were just a little bit greater than their technical capabilities at the time. And um, they seem to have a leadership team that is honest and fair and transparent. But again, I don't care about any of that at the moment. I care about uh, is your service legitimate and can you actually execute on what you want to do? And at the time, they weren't able to. Um, also, they implemented recently a rule where if you're going to trade algorithms with them, you have to submit your algorithms for review by that team. And I emailed them about this and I said, this is stupid. You know, essentially I said it, it was stupid because if I have an algorithm that I'm going to use, the whole point is I keep my intellectual property. I use your capital. I make some profits for you. You give me some of that profits and we keep it moving. Okay. I don't want to submit my algorithms to you because who knows what you're going to do with it. You're just going to take my algorithms, right? Assuming best case scenario, you're going to take my algorithms, run off into the sunset, close down your firm and say, yep, we did it. We got an algorithm that's worthy of, you know, running our own quant firm because you have the funds to do it. Why would I trust you so much? Uh, why should I trust you so much to just give you my intellectual property for you to quote unquote review? Why isn't it good enough for me to say, it's my responsibility. If I lose the account, I lose the account, right? Who cares? Um, the account should be factored into your business and your business model. Regardless, they still have the rule of submitting an, an algorithm for review, which is please don't do that. You know, these people are charlatans. Not I'm not saying them specifically, but this industry is full of charlatans, snake oil salesmen, and you know they would quickly run off with any glimmer of hope. Okay, so please don't do that. Please do not go down this route. And if any firm requires you to submit an algorithm, please, again, don't do that. So after spending hmm, around $5,000 on these rough firms, please only try FTMO if you are absolutely desperate, like I am. Now, if you're going to go with FTMO, you'll have to test your algorithm's ability to randomly close during news periods and potentially have an algorithm that's semi-automatic. Your algorithms cannot hold trades over the weekend, and you can have a drawdown of more than 5% in a day or 10% overall. 
These requirements make it very hard to get funding and to stay funded. I had to adapt my algorithms to trade around the news and close on Fridays at specific times, trade smaller throughout certain weeks. You know, all these things are just manipulating the algorithms that isn't ideal. And yes, you know, I did it. I was able to pass the trading challenges, but I'm not saying it was easy. So it's, I just want to be realistic here. So as of now, FDMO is the only way to get funding for my algorithms. And although they make money, it requires me to pay a lot of attention to the Forex market and turn these systems off during news events and alerts and all of these things. It's just very taxing. It's doable, but extremely taxing. Now, obviously, if you weren't in a PhD program and obviously if you had uh, a, you know, a different job um, or a different lifestyle, you could have maintained these algorithms, just ch closing it on news cycles, etc. Now, what I really want, though, is a platform that lets my algorithms run without me stopping them and essentially make me money without my interference. In this world, no man is an island. And if you want to get something, you will have to provide someone else value. And that brings us to our next funding option, copy trading services. Now, copy trading services are platforms where you connect your algorithm and you offer them up for sale on a monthly subscription. People can connect their accounts directly to your signal and make a profit from your algorithms. Typically, you don't have to abide by additional rules for news restrictions, and your only limitation is how well you can make money in the market and how consistent you are. By default, I'm against these services and signal providers because they were always so scammy, untoward, and sleazy. And most people's knee-jerk response is, if you have a golden signal, why would you sell it? And that was my response also. And I can think of an answer to this question, although many of them cannot. If I go down this route, it would be easy to solely fund my existing algorithms, maintain intellectual property, and raise money to stop my quantitative hedge fund. It would essentially be a temporary period of fundraising. With that out of the way, let's look at some of these services. And again, if you want a list of all of these services, you can head over to my website, BillionDollarAlgorithms.com. These services range from the established and professional iSystems to the dodgy but modern Zulu Trader. While most of them offer the same services, they excel in one or two areas and they try to differentiate themselves this way. First on the list is eToro, or eToro. It seems, you know, like a crypto-only uh, signal trading provider. They started off by offering a lot of signal types, but now they seem to really focus on cryptocurrency. Now, as I said, they only differentiate themselves in a very small amount, so there's not too much to say about them. Uh, Zulu Trader, essentially the same thing. Zulu Trader, though, has many different signals. You follow the live accounts of many different traders, and you try to create a personality on Zulu Trader that can allow you to stand out from the pack. The next one is MetaTrader Signals. MetaTrader Signals is provided by the same company that provides MetaTrader or MetaQuotes. Um, it seems very sketchy and uh, there's no way to put a face on what's going on here. It's just so many different signals, so many different providers, and it's just a little bit too much. Now, I did say that these are services that I've tried before or have accounts with. And um, with MetaTrader Signals, I did make an account um, I signed up for that process. It was very seamless, but uh, one of the things at least that is good about MetaTrader Signals is 
they only allow people who have real accounts, so real money accounts, to provide signals. Uh, you know, otherwise, everyone would just make a demo account with terrible uh, trading uh, algorithms and then force you to use them on your real account. So that's one good thing that they have in place there. Uh, Zulu Trader actually charges you to um, put a signal on. Um, I believe the same thing is for eToro. And so there's a lot of incentive for the signal provider to recoup their cost. Um, another one is my FX book. Again, all of these are very similar. Another one which is kind of differentiating itself a little bit more is Collective 2. Now, Collective 2 is selling itself as a hedge fund without the hedge fund bureaucracy, essentially allowing you, the signal trader, to provide your signals similar to a hedge fund type system. And they have a C2 star system or program where you can apply to this program and essentially they would provide more marketing efforts for you and your signals and it would differentiate you from the pack. Additionally, the C2 star system or program um, gives you some sort of payment monthly. Um, so I believe like around a hundred to a thousand dollars a month um, was the payment if you are certified. Now the certification for the C2 star program is essentially very similar to ProFirms where they ask you it's very similar to platforms but way more vague. They ask you to beat the S&P 500 performance in a random 30-day period of the market, 30 to 60-day period of the market. Now, you know, if the S&P 500 tanks and essentially you produce 1% return, that's good for you. However, if there's a rally within this period and you can't beat that rally, then, you know, too bad. So so sad, so bad. So sad, so bad. I think it's the same. Anyway, regardless, um, I looked into this a little bit more, tried out for their C2 Star program, but then eventually, uh, immediately realized that their tracking system is not up to par. And if you look through a lot of the documentation and a lot of the forum posts about this company, it's very easy to game their tracking system in the sense that there is a delay between um, tracking and actual trading as well as the integration between how you trade and how you tell your signal uh, followers that you're trading is kind of sketchy but regardless it is trying its best to provide a legitimate option for people to start hedge funds quote-unquote hedge funds um, using signals now I'll talk a little bit more about comparing these systems or these uh, companies uh, in a few more minutes after this um, list is completed. Now, moving forward onto some more professional systems, there are a company called Strikers and iSystems. Um, although they're not the same, for whatever reason, I associate them together because they are very professional. Um, these are very reputable traders that are on these platforms, companies that are on these platforms that provide their algorithms, their signals, and in, they do it in a very, very, very above board and professional manner. So I'll repeat their names again. It is iSystems, like iPhone, iSystems, and Strikers. Um, Striker is very professional. I reached out to them to set up an account, uh, but unfortunately I believe at the time they only provided futures systems. Now I did not have a futures trading algorithm and so I do not 
fit in their mold. However, they were interested in my Forex trading systems, but at the moment they only were offering futures trading systems. And iSystems is pretty much similar to Strikers, and um, it's a database of professional algorithmic traders and their performance. And you could essentially scroll through their database, track it, and uh, pay a service fee to use different people's algorithms. Um, the Looking through these two professional websites, it just showed me like there are a lot of options to make money in the markets. There are a lot of people doing this professionally. And um, some very reputable, again, some very reputable professionals are on these platforms. Um, one in particular is Cesar Alvarez, who has been with uh, Connor's um, trading system or trading uh, research systems. And if you don't know who Connor is, he's the same person who has developed the Connor RSI, which many of you may or may not have used in your algorithms. And so, yeah, I, I hold Cesar Alvarez as very much a professional in this industry, and he is on one of these platforms. So to me, it kind of shows that it is very credible, at least. The benefit of all of these copy trading platforms is the trader or the algorithm provider can leverage their talents and their intellectual property and provide a service to people who are interested in it and in return people who are interested in producing profits in the market but probably doesn't 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 have the uh, time to trade themselves they can you know benefit from your trading activity and so that theoretically there is a win-win scenario where you have a great algorithm provider with a very understanding and patient customer or investor and we make money together however that's the only in theory and in practice it's quite different these copy trading platforms actually pit the traders against each other and the traders have to try to put up the best metric for a potential investor typically the most known trader gets the customers and not really the better trader it's easy to game these systems by having algorithms with high win rates and consistent profits, but a very negative skew long term. And these systems will not protect the investor from themselves, from naively thinking that profit is the only metric that matters. You enter these copy trading sites and you're met with people who post better trading numbers and performance than Jim Simons. And they offer their signals for $5 a month. It only leaves you scratching your head and asking the question, why? Some signal providers are active for one month and then they disappear once they have attracted enough monthly payers. Others stop responding after a big loss. And this is a very alarming trend that really the, the platforms cannot do anything about. Now, this isn't about me copying their signals, but when I get on those sites, I will be placed right next to those charlatans. And this, to me, cheapens the experience of the site as a whole. And psychologically, people will group me with those same traders. And worst of all, they will group the company with the bad actors on the platform. This seems like it would be a big reputational risk to be a part of. Also, I'm not sure whether the owners of these platforms are just taking the trades for free off the back of these traders. I mean, who knows? There are sharks all around in this water. And who knows which one will actually bite you. As an engineer, we think that we are smart, and we think that we are inventing or solving problems that are new and unique to us, but that's rarely the case. As it turns out, this issue of funding algorithms and traders have been solved before by two unique companies, and with great respect in the industry. These two companies have saved for last, and so thank you for listening until this point. First, you have Fun Seeders, 
and then Darwin X. So I'll talk about them in a little bit more detail coming up. Funseeder is a company that is championed by Jack Schweiger, the author of the best-selling Market Wizards books. Now, Funseeder is a company that tracks traders' performance with the, with the eventual goal of funding the best traders. Some traders have been featured in Jack's most recent book, the I think it's the Unlikely Market Wizards. Regardless, the website is simple to use. You connect your live trading account. They abstract your personal data and track it in their database along outside other traders. Potential investors can view the site, sort by their favorite metric, and engage with the trader. But here's the thing. There's no clear requirement for how to get funded. There's no checkboxes and there's no guarantee of anything. You may be putting your data on this site for years and no one could contact you. Essentially, you're waiting for a hand to reach down from the sky and choose you. And how much money will you get? Who knows? What are the terms of disagreement? Who knows? What's worse is I've listened to a few podcasts where Jack said he wouldn't consider someone who hasn't had consistent profits for more than 5 to 10 years on an average account size greater than 500000 to $1 million. So basically, he would only like to fund um, a certain age group of people with enough liquid capital to trade a million dollars through the financial crisis and, oh yeah, COVID-19. And then maybe, just maybe, a hand would reach down from the heavens and say, hey, would you like to work for me? <sighs> Although I'm railing against Fundseeder, yeah, it's actually a common practice in this industry to require at least a minimum of five years of profit on a $1 million account or more before you get funded. Uh, yeah, so hence the need for alternative routes of funding. Anyway, I would really like Fundseeder to work. I've, as I said, with this list, this is all things that I've tried. I have put my account on Fundseeder for the entire of 2021. I've also tried to include another account on Fundseeder, uh, but the broker was not um, available as an option. And so the alternative that they have is you would manually input your trading results into an Excel file into their format and then you upload it to their system now this is kind of crazy right like how am i going to take this seriously and then on top of that they would uh, flag your data as um, manually inputted data and so most likely investors won't even take it seriously because they would understand that you have manually inputted this data every month or so i get a email from fundseed telling me to manually update my data and i'm like mm, the whole point of me doing algorithms is i don't want to be involved and um, now you're asking me to go through every month, um, export my data, uh, convert it into the file that you want, and then upload it. And then I'll be doing this every month with no guarantee of anything. Um, so yeah, it's pretty difficult um, to move forward with Fundseeder. And again, as I said, although you know Jack Schweiger is putting his face behind this, who knows what's going on behind the scenes, right? Um, if you think about it, they are a company that's collecting a lot of trading data on uh, a lot of or by a lot of very successful algorithm traders or traders in general. And so who is stopping them from just taking their data and trading off of their data? I don't get that. I don't get the, you know, I just feel like there's no respect here. You know, there's no respect for the person who's actually putting in all the sweat equity, who's grinding, who's trying to actually get um funding right there's no respect because i'm now supposed to give you everything with no guarantee 
And yeah, that's just not a deal I'm willing to make, regardless of who company it is or what stage I'm at. Regardless, let's move on. Last but not least is Darwin X. Now it's called Darwin X, D-A-R-W-I-N-E-X. Darwin X seems like a godsend. They essentially focus on algorithm traders. They provide tight spreads, good data, good platform that allows you to trade a trader's portfolio. Investors can sign up and fund a trader directly. Also, Darwin X holds competitions at the end of every month, and they will allocate capital to traders who perform well. So, I signed up for the platform and waited for my documents to get verified. In doing that, I made a demo account to see how things would work. I watched the mar their marketing material, their YouTube channel, and got acquainted with the company. I really liked everything I saw. But then I got this email from them denying me access to the platform. Yeah, so apparently the company does not accept users from the U.S., which means as long as I'm in the U.S., I won't be able to access this platform. Now, that's kind of a bummer. Now, for everyone else outside of the U.S., there you go. I've given you a piece of golden information to essentially sign up to Darwin X. And Darwin X allows you to produce what is called Darwin's, which is essentially like a uh, stock. So... You could create a portfolio of algorithms, you create a Darwin, which is like a stock, and investors can buy that Darwin. And when they buy that Darwin, they're buying the profits and performance of that Darwin, and they put it into their portfolio, allocated essentially like a stock. Darwin X is very good with all the metrics and tracking, and again, it's really catered towards the nerdy algorithm trader who really is going to be obsessed about this type of information. However, again, for me in the U.S., I cannot have an account there. So, you know, maybe I'll do an offshore situation where I try to do that some other time. To wrap up this episode, as you can see, there are a lot of funding options available for retail traders. But behind every opportunity for funding is this shadowy figure looming with the threat of being scammed. Take it from me, who is still recovering from my last $50,000 scam. Online prop firms should only be used as a last resort and copy trading platforms at this moment do not warrant a second look. Darwin X seems to be the most reliable and I have also been using their demo accounts for testing for I guess over three years now. There's been no disconnection in issues and other things that are commonplace with these brokers. Um, however, as with anything, be very careful out there and proceed with an abundance of caution. If you hadn't have enough of a risky business, come back for the next episode where I'm going to go over methods to start a quantitative hedge fund using cryptocurrencies. At this point, I'm just waving a red flag at the SEC, waiting for them to show up at my front door. <laughs>